Are you looking for ways to strengthen your marriage? Would you like to raise children you enjoy being around? Do you long for a peaceful, orderly home that's a blessing to everyone who comes through its doors? Then you've come to the right place. I'm Jennifer Flanders, a Bible-believing, homeschooling mother to 12 and host of the Loving Life at Home podcast. Join me as we discover what God's Word has to say about marriage, motherhood, and minding the things that matter most. Hello, friend. Welcome to episode 25 of Loving Life at Home. It is the very first day of a brand new year. I just love a fresh start, don't you? That's why I've chosen as my topic this week, seven secrets for making New Year's resolutions you'll actually stick to. Do you make those kind of promises to yourself this time of year? Whether you call it goal setting or resolution making or vision mapping or just plain turning over a new leaf, today is a fantastic fantastic opportunity to make some changes for the better. And that's true whether you're listening to this podcast on New Year's Day or any other day of the year. There is no time like the present, so stop putting off for tomorrow what you can do and should do right now. The fact is, a couple of weeks into January, the majority of people are ready to give up. Actually, achieving New Year's goals requires uncommon grit. Researchers put the number of resolution makers who succeed at a scant 8%. Giving up is so common, in fact, that we even have a day dedicated to throwing in the towel. Did you know that? It's called Ditch Your New Year's Resolutions Day, and it's January 17th. But let's try to make it well beyond the 17th of this month, because giving up would be a mistake. You have good reasons for wanting to make positive changes in the new year, so don't lose sight of those reasons, and don't base your continued efforts on sustaining a success streak free from slip-ups. Maintaining a flawless record is not what's most important. If any of us were capable of doing that, we wouldn't need Jesus. The important thing is to get up, dust ourselves off, and try again when we fail. Hop back on the wagon, remount the horse, step up to the plate, all by the empowering grace of God. As Paul wrote in Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. Practice doesn't make perfect, but practice does make progress. As one wise person observed, it's all about incremental improvement, little by little, inch by inch, step by step. This is like Isaiah described in chapter 2810. Precept must be upon precept, precept upon precept, line upon line, line upon line, here a little, there a little. So keep chipping away at those new habits that you want to establish, regardless of what kind of track record you've maintained thus far. Keep turning away from the bad habits that you want to break, even if you occasionally goof up. One missed day or a whole week of missed days is no reason to ditch your New Year's resolutions completely. So keep on keeping on. The more you practice these things, the more ingrained they'll become in your routines, and eventually they'll seem second nature. Some of the resolutions I used to make annually have become so much a part of who I am, I don't even have to think about them anymore. In my 20s, getting up early and making my bed and reading my Bible every morning required a tremendous amount of effort and determination. In my 50s, I couldn't sleep in if I wanted to. My goal these days is to maintain the good habits that I've formed in the past as I work on additional goals for the future. 
On my list this year, exercise five days a week, eat more plants and less sugar, floss faithfully, memorize more scripture, enjoy tech-free Sundays, and give my kids and grandkids more of the undivided attention they crave. If you're ready to set some worthy goals for 2024, try the following seven tips for making resolutions that you'll be able to stick with. First, make it easy to succeed. The more convenient you make your resolutions, the more likely you will be to keep them. For instance, in addition to flossing, I want to be more consistent about taking my vitamins and rinsing with mouthwash. And to ensure success in that, I put the Listerine in a tilt-and-pour oil dispenser and store my flossers and vitamins in decorative jars with lift-off lids right next to the sink. Not only does that make everything easy to access, but it also provides a pretty visual reminder of my intent. Second, narrow your focus. Tackle only a handful of habits at a time. It's better to make consistent progress on a few things than to burn out trying to change everything at once. My daughter Rachel came up with a fun way of doing this. A couple of years ago, she made a resolution box and wrote down everything she wanted to work on, one item per slip of paper, then tucked them in the box. Every morning, she would draw out a resolution and make that her focus for the day. Third is to break your goals down. Don't let the magnitude of big goals paralyze or discourage you. How do you eat an elephant? As they say, one bite at a time. Break big goals into small chunks. No more procrastinating. No overanalyzing. Pick a course of action, set to work, and make any needed adjustments along the way. If my goal is to write a new book in the year 2024, I've got to come up with a game plan. It could be writing for a certain number of minutes each morning, or turning out a daily quota of words, or setting myself deadlines on outlining the book, completing a rough draft of each chapter, then proofreading and polishing each section of the manuscript. Having a detailed course of action is vital to success. Whatever particular form those details take is entirely negotiable. Number four is review your goals regularly. Post a list in a prominent place, put a photo on the fridge, keep them visible, and take time to read through them at least once a week. Otherwise, you may get distracted and forget all about what you originally set out to accomplish this year. When you're tempted to ditch your New Year's resolution, spend some time thinking about why you set each particular goal in the first place. Fifth is put away distractions. When I say stop giving your attention to things that impede your progress, I don't mean ditch your God-given responsibilities. If you are a wife, your husband deserves a good portion of your attention. If you're a mother, you still need to nurture your little ones. Family members and the life-giving connections we maintain with them are not distractions to be avoided. No, I'm thinking more along the lines of putting away our digital devices. I'm all for technology, but have you ever felt that our smartphones and tablets often just free up more time for us to waste. If this is a problem for you, let this be the year that you break that addiction. Set down the phone, turn off the TV, step away from the computer, stop the endless scrolling through social media posts, all things in moderation. Don't let excessive or ultimately meaningless online activities keep you from reaching the goals that God puts on your heart. Number six is pray for endurance. Are the goals you've set for the new year hard? Well, guess what? Building endurance is one of the purposes God has in mind when He allows us to encounter hardships in the first place. James 1, 2-3 explains this and tells us to count it all joy when we encounter those hardships, knowing that the testing of our faith produces endurance. And let endurance have its perfect result 
that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. Don't let the hard things or the trials or the setbacks discourage you. Slow progress is no reason to ditch your New Year's resolutions. Instead, pray for strength and press into the hard, drawing encouragement from verses like these. Luke one thirty seven. For with God, nothing will be impossible. 2 Corinthians 12.9 But He said to me, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weakness so that Christ power may rest on me. Isaiah 40, 31, Yet those who wait upon the Lord will gain new strength. They will mount up with wings like eagles. They will run and not get tired. They will walk and not become weary. And as I quoted before, Philippians 4, 13, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And last but not least, number seven, leave the results to God. We need to pray hard and work hard, but we have to trust God with the results. You can write the book, but you can't guarantee it will be a bestseller. You can eat right and exercise daily, but you can't dictate how quickly you drop unwanted pounds. My excess weight is annoyingly stubborn while my metabolism is amazingly efficient. You can study hard, make great grades, and get glowing recommendations, but it won't get you into the school or the graduate program or the job of your choice apart from God's blessing. In all these things, God calls us to trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge Him and He will direct your path. Proverbs 3, 5 through 6. It may be time to adjust your expectations, to narrow your focus, to hunker down and do the work. You may need to pray for an extra measure of perseverance and set up systems that will make it easier to succeed. Whether you're listening to this podcast on the 1st of January or the 5th of February or the 20th day of March, today is a great day for prayerfully making changes and setting goals to the glory of God and to the betterment of your life. And I wish you all the best as you work on doing just that. Thanks so much for listening today. If you have a question you'd like to hear covered on this podcast, message me on Instagram at Flanders underscore family or contact me through my website, lovinglifeathome.com. Before you go, if you've been encouraged by something you've heard on the show, do me a favor and forward the link to a friend or head over to Loving Life at Home on Apple iTunes to subscribe and leave a written review of the show. Your doing so will help others find me so they can listen too. Until next time, I pray the Lord will bless your efforts to build a loving home life centered on Him.